0: You're listening. No, you're listening to the Buns. dot com
1: podcast network. <laughs> buns, buns, buns.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two fifty seven of the Pixels Ning podcast. I am your host Cody Orm. Joining me today is our editor in chief, Brendan Fry. Hello, hello, hello. And new to the podcast, making his debut appearance, it's our our trusty intern, Jesse Cabral. Hello, Cody. How are How are you doing?
2: I'm all right. How yeah, I'm
0: I'm doing all right. Got the got the pre podcast nerves. Well, I guess it's not pre anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. We were no, no. Live. It's now recording. Cody. Yeah. yeah.
0: This, so it's it's the current podcast nerves. It's fair. I like when we get new people on the podcast because I always make them get the news. (laughs) (laughs) So that is what we call a segue.
1: (laughs) No, that's just straight
0: straight. (laughs) (laughs) into (laughs) Jesse, you got some game news.
2: Yeah. uh, Do we want to start with the women's only convention that got shut down? Yeah, sure. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Give us the (laughs) Okay. So there was... They decided, you know what? It's gonna be women's only. And obviously didn't go over too well. Yeah,
0: as these <laughs> events generally don't.
2: <laughs> uh, apparently there were a bunch of trolls that said they were going to dress up as women and call ah. themselves transgender to get into the event. Ah. That's
0: yeah. gross. Yeah. yeah. Internet just why you gotta be like that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly I don't I don't quite understand so what? An event doesn't that exists that you can't go to. There's going to be hundreds of other events you can. Who cares? Like exactly. this is the same issue I had with people that were upset that there were Wonder Woman on, women only Wonder Woman screenings. Who cares? There were probably uh, thirty like, other screenings that night you could go to.
0: Like I, I like maybe the whole like being left out thing, but that doesn't work here with the, with the this event because this is literally you know there's there's a there's a, mi- a minority in the games industry that that does not get treated fairly or properly so they got an event where they can go and network and meet people and, and do other like things like that it. yeah yeah exactly and like it doesn't make sense to like be upset about that i don't know come on internet
1: yeah like honestly come
0: on well i guess people in general come on ge- spain I calling think. you out. I think it was in Spain, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. 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 Calling you out Spain.
1: Just Spain in general. Yeah. All of Spain. <laughs> the whole country.
0: This, this is what that we got the title of the podcast. Cody calls out Spain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. Or if it's a Brendan title, it'll probably just be Cody hates Spain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love my titles. <laughs> it's literally just Cody hates. Insert thing here that Cody does not hate. <laughs> yep. Cody hates Nintendo Cody hates E3 <laughs> Cody hates people <laughs> E3 you can make a bit of an argument for that was that was a mess that first day
1: yeah that was messy but anyways yeah <laughs> honestly this is I don't know why people don't, can't this is why we can't have nice things that, that's the answer just let them have their convention that's all they need yeah just also who cares I I can't imagine it being a very big convention. I can't imagine they're going, like, who cares?
0: Well, you know, that gigantic Spanish game scene that's there.
1: Spain is pretty big for gaming.
0: It's big, but it's not... Not
1: really. No, it's pretty big. Eh.
0: It's not... It's not
1: the biggest convention in the world, but Spain has a big population. No,
0: Spain does have a big population, and they're, like, a bigger game uh, producer, but, like... No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. Yeah, they're not. It's not. It's not like a huge game scene.
1: Ah, uh, I've never been there or know anyone that it lives in Spain, so I can't yeah. say. One no, I, I,
0: I'm just basing it strictly off numbers. It's it's like it's a it's big, but it's not like. This is getting really weirdly detracted from the the point. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. You yeah. Step your kind of game right up.
2: With that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we want to talk about the uh, SNES? Classic. Yeah, sure. Nintendo it now. Exists.
0: I'm legitimately surprised that they're like not legitimately because the NES one did so well, but like I feel like there are less people who have that nostalgic attachment to the SNES yeah. as, the, uh, as they do with the NES. I disagree NES. with that. I think really? there's a lot of
1: people that really, really caught on with the SNES. And then there was a lot of people that caught on with the NES. Yeah. There's certain people that love N64. Oh, the first don't get it me depends wrong. depends the generation. Don't get me
0: wrong. I, I, I totally agree. There, there is going to be a huge group of people that, that love it. But I just think that...
1: There are better games in the SNES than in the
0: NES. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that's not 100%. even a question. The, the 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 SNES is legitimately one of the best consoles ever made, if not the best console ever made. Um, but in terms of content. Yeah. Um but I feel like the NES has always had a little bit more of a um pop culture appeal. Yeah, I could do that. Like everyone in North America knows what an NES cartridge looks like, pretty yeah. much. Everyone pretty much in North America knows what the NES looks like. Yeah. If I went up to my my parents, for instance, and was like, hey, and like had like a lineup of consoles point out the NES, they'd be able to do it. If I did that point out the Super Nintendo, they wouldn't be able to.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: Unless they read the Super Nintendo yeah, logo it's, it's on the console. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I, I think this is inevitable, even though no, Nintendo's yeah. saying, oh, we don't know what we're going to do next. I'm like, no, you're, you're totally building Does this. Does right this
0: mean up. we're going to get an N64 one? That would be hella cool. I don't think
1: you could. Like I just want that controller back.
0: Yeah, because yeah. N64 emulators do not run well. No.
1: <laughs> about bad. the architecture of that um, system was weird. Yeah. Uh, but let's. that being said, I think this is an interesting lineup of games. It doesn't have everything I would want, but it has Castlevania. Yeah. Does it yep. have Conta? Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, and it, it has uh, F-Zero, and it has Star Fox 2. Which was
0: never released before. Yeah, I don't... Which is kind of cool.
1: That's the game that they thought was not worth releasing or something like that, because... Yeah, it was close, so close to the N64 were coming out was that right? I think that was the case. I remember the long story about it existing and then it was like yeah, ah, it's it was finished then they just never finished
0: it. But then cuz Star Fox 64 what that is, came out but it's pretty fact, early in the N64 life. Yeah, so
1: it could just be the fact that they're like no, we're going to move over to the N64 it's yeah. going soon, no point putting this out
0: there. Yeah, it's exactly. Good. I mean, it's still kind of cool that like after all these years there is like we're going to finally get to play it. Like that's I, Wasn't
1: it already released on emulators already? I'm uh, yeah, but this is something, something? that's
0: th- – there's something to be said for something that's, like, licensed by yeah, Nintendo, yeah. not fair. not a uh, someone, some kind of weird leaked file that someone <laughs> found and put out there that you that's don't fair. know. That's fair. Um, so, yeah, that'll be, that'll be pretty cool. Um, I mean, many argue that A Link to the Past is the best Legend of Zelda game okay. ever made, and they're wrong, but, I mean, it's a really good game. I love Link to the Past. Oh, the I game. love it, too. I, it's just not the best Zelda game. Um,
1: uh, definitely up there, though.
0: Oh yeah, definitely for sure. Um,
1: what would you say is the best is? Uh, I,
0: okay, I like ocarina like a, a lot. Okay, sure. uh, well, you,
1: you, well, you're a child. I so
0: also, <laughs> I also uh, am with Jordan. To an extent that you can, you can make an argument for Majora's Mask as well.
1: I would disagree with you. Majora's Mask is, is so good.
0: It is so it's good. It's I'm so with so good. Cody, Cody on
1: this, no.
2: One. No, Majora's Mask you're is you're good. both wrong.
0: <laughs> it's so so. I'm good. the only one right on this fact. Um, I, I think Majora's Mask has this like weird appeal to me. The same reason why I like um, Zelda 2, right.
1: uh,
0: because it's just so weird and different. And um,
1: acid flop? They've uh, acid never swap.
0: Oh yeah, well it was an acid swap for sure, but it was so. It it does not feel like Ocarina at all, even yeah, with all darker. those familiar. Yeah, and that's kind of what makes it kind of cool is that you have this like, this dark, like really super dark game, especially for its time, with all of these familiar faces and and mm-hmm. and character models and uh, assets ju- that that were from a game that had dark moments but was generally happier. Yeah, um, it's it's a weird feeling when you jump into Majora's Mask and I, I, I really really do like that game though that's fair um but yeah what else is on there
2: uh Earthbound Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars both two games that are way easier to get with this thing now than trying to find a cartridge yeah anywhere.
1: very true Yep.
2: uh Mega Man X Secret of Mana Final Fantasy III, Donkey Kong Country. Oh, Donkey Kong Country's so good. Super Metroid. Donkey Kong Country's it's like my good, favorite yeah. game. <laughs> uh, Super Mario World, Super Punch-Out, Yoshi's Island.
1: It's a good, it's a good, yeah. It's a good list. Yeah. The, I mean, the price on it's a little high for what it is, though. Well, here's the
0: thing. Okay, so if you if you really care about these games and you want to buy them.
1: But I'm going to throw it out there. If you really care about these games, you probably already bought them on met other systems.
0: Yeah, to an extent. Um, yeah, probably. Like
1: the Virtual Console? No, no, yeah, U, totally. Or the um, Wii or yeah, the 3DS. Okay,
0: I'm gonna make. I'm gonna throw this out there. I've had this conversation with you guys, but not you, but uh, Jesse. I, I forgot. I can't just point. Yeah, no,
1: we're, we're
0: <laughs> not only. you, and everyone knows who I'm talking about. Uh, but I've had this conversation with Brendan, probably on the podcast before. It might have been on another video. Um, I don't like, especially with Nintendo games. Um, I don't like playing those games on other controllers. I feel like there's some kind of weird thing that it doesn't feel quite right and it bothers me. Uh, okay. And that's because I am, I'm a collector. I, that's my... Would have
1: thought out there, 8-Bit Duke controllers exist. Yeah. And those things are awesome. Yeah, they're also third-party. Um, they and feel they, almost the exact same. They're they are not. That's the thing. They are almost and... No, no. <laughs> you would say They're identical.
2: Yeah, but deep down, you know it's not the
1: real thing. Neither yeah. is this.
0: Well, no, because here's what I was going to say. So if you really like uh, these titles. made by some Chinese
1: factory somewhere. This is not <laughs> an individual factory. If, Let's be clear. If you,
0: if you care about these games and, um, you know, you have an HD TV, but you st- and, and you can't play these like on one, one of, the of the those titles.
1: On every other console possible, yeah.
0: Well, not every con- console possible. Every Nintendo console possible, which would be, <laughs> well, I mean, if we're g- talking about HD, it would literally be the Wii U because yeah. the Switch just came out and it doesn't have all of these games yet. I think it, it has will. most of them. It yeah. will, but it doesn't have all of them yet. Anyway, so you want to play these games in HD. Um, that's one reason. And um, I, I don't know the prices off the top of my head, but SNES games are hella expensive. I know Earthbound, because I bought it, is $280 around that price, Canadian. Yeah. Um, so like these aren't cheap games. Uh, so the chance to play them in a semi-authentic manner... Um, is it, it? There is something to be said for that.
1: I'm still going to throw it out there. This is not really authentic because it's non-original hardware. This is some weird little Android-type box. Inside yeah, no, box. totally. But it's also something and still that's basically emulated. Yeah, it's emulated because people for the first system just dumped other ROMs yeah. in there and it just totally played them. No,
0: I, I know it. I know what you're saying, but at the same time, like I've played, for instance, if we're going to use the NES, playing an NES game on my um on my my wii u or my switch doesn't feel the same as playing on my actual nes or even the classic nes that that came out last year
1: i, I think the banking so. nostalgia i mean they're ne- oh totally that they're is ne-
0: exactly what this is yeah, ne- <laughs> they put no work into it <laughs> they're like okay so we're just gonna take the console itself make it smaller and sell it like that's all they did
1: yeah, and I'm pr- pretty <laughs> sure it's using the exact same board as in the original yeah. NES classic. Yeah, oh, totally.
0: Yeah. But um, there is something to be said for just that, like um, the feeling of the actual control. Oh, I, I think and,
1: it's, it's neat. Yeah. Do I think it's worth ninety nine dollars Canadian or seventy nine dollars yeah. American? Yeah. Not necessarily. Uh, I'd argue it could be. I'd just say so.
2: Like Cody pointed out, getting
1: yeah. the actual cartridge for some of these games is ridiculously yeah, sure. expensive.
2: So getting them in a sort of official
1: manner, it's cheaper overall? Yeah. yeah. But I would rather just buy that box for $30 and just get to pick which games I put on it and then pay, like, $2 But that's game. not
0: an official manner through Nintendo and you're I using, like, third-party whatever.
1: I'm saying if they did that, I'd, cause I because w- I don't... Re- yes, if I had to buy each one of those games separately, it would be expensive, but I might want to play three of those games. Yeah. Yeah. Because the rest of those games, you play, like, oh, that was neat. I'm done. I don't need to play Secret Mana ever again. That was neat, but I've played it already. Um... There's a few of those games I would want to play again. Some of those RPGs I've played many times. Yeah, for sure. Like, they, And also, I'm going to throw it out there, a lot of those RPGs, they've re- squares released on other systems. Oh, yeah.
0: And I'll, I'll give you, like, with an RPG, you can go back and play a classic RPG on, like, a on like a Sony console. Yeah. And it feels just as fine.
1: Yeah. There's a few of those titles that are on there that are iconically Nintendo, which I'd want to play. Like Yeah. Uh, Metroid. I really loved Cas Super of Castlevania. That one's awesome.
0: Super Metroid is one of my favorite games ever and I bought it for my Wii U okay. a little while back, yeah, yeah. like a couple years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: And um I play it for a little while and then I stop because it just goes back to it just doesn't feel the same. There's something about I can't I don't know what it is, but there's something about just like the button input and it everything. There. It just doesn't feel Those the same. Those
1: controllers are really uncomfortable.
0: The the SNES controller or the Wii U controller?
1: Um the Nintendo controller. You're oh, oh back, I was going back to your original point. Oh,
0: oh, 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 sorry. Yeah, the the NES controller. Yeah, I'm talking it's about. Bad I'm talking about the the Super NES with uh, Super then, Metroid.
1: That is designed for people with really small hands.
0: I like the Super Nintendo controller. It's, it's okay for what it is. It's fine because you're not playing like heavy 3D games or anything That's like fair. that. It's you're playing. I prefer having like when I play a 2D game, I want a game controller that was designed with 2D was in mind. Oh yeah, the six button Genesis controller is my favorite controller. Yep. Second favorite behind the Dreamcast, but uh, my favorite like um, uh, 2D controller because okay. it was it was perfect. Mm-hmm. The three button Genesis controller was sucky. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah,
1: the six, bu- was the six button.
0: No, the three button. The th- first one, the three button.
1: Which one do you not like?
0: The three button. I don't like you the like six button. I do like. That's what I was asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the six
1: button is the one, the good one. That's one yeah, I yeah, that for.
0: one's good. Um, but I do, I do really like the um, the SNES controller too.
1: Well, I mean, I, I I think it's a cool thing. Should we move on to the next story though? Cause sure. We've been on this story for like ten <laughs> minutes. Uh.
2: I mean, we could talk about the Star Citizen loan that they took out. I mean, I,
1: I'm, I'm going to bring this up because people are really upset, so I want to always...
0: Star Citizen is dying. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not dumb not. for backing this game. I mean,
1: <laughs> there's something to be said for a game that was funded like four years ago, and they still don't even have a full version of it out, or yeah, beta Jesus. version. What uh, is this, Mighty uh, mon- number 9? Yeah, it's worse. <laughs> um, this game now has $150 million, apparently, total given to them. They have like three different games that are all part of the Star Citizen universe, uh, and they still don't have a final release date when that thing's coming out. Mm-hmm. And so what they did was they put they to deal with Brexit money. Apparently, this is what they claim to deal with the fact that Brexit is going to change the British pound. They got a loan from a British bank and put the colli- uh, up as collateral every asset they have in their stu- British studio, which includes all of Squadron Forty Two along with the IP rights for that game. Okay. Which, it's not something you really do all that often. And, and people claim, people on the things claim I don't know anything about financial me- matters. I do. <laughs> uh, most companies don't put their own games as collateral or their IPs as collateral, because you, if you have money in the bank, you can actually use the money as collateral, or you can use other aspects as collateral. Um, but... That being said, I'll take them at their word and say that this is just a a standard financial matter, and then it's not meaning much. That being said, people need to stop randomly yelling at people online. It it doesn't help anything.
2: That'll never stop. No, that will never stop as long as the internet exists. Exactly. It's
0: like it's this weird thing where it's like it's our job to tell you about this bad news. We don't, uh, not that we don't care. But like
1: I'm kind of indifferent. I yeah, don't, I
0: don't like I I don't personally I have care no much sta- for I have,
1: like, but full disclosure, I have never put money into the Star Citizen. Yeah. I have I liked the Wing Commander games. I'm sure Chris Roberts is a cool dude. It's it's just I, I just don't care.
0: It, it's our job to report on this kind of thing. Yep. And, you know, if if we didn't have to, we wouldn't. And just keep that in mind when you <laughs> attack um you know, to someone that's literally just doing a reporting job because it just it doesn't make sense. We're just reporting on news. We're yeah, just I mean, reporting it, on industry news. This is
1: a fact that they did get a loan. And it is true. A lot of people are critical of the process of um, Star Citizen and how it's gotten to this point. Because it's been like four to five years. and There's still no release date. And every demo they've released has been broken. Mm-hmm. So, you know something? People have a right to be a little critical on this game. Does that mean your game is failing? No. I don't know. They have, they, they're a privately held company, so they don't need to release records. They yeah. could be completely out of money. I don't know. They could also be so flush with cash that they're just swimming in it every single day, and every developer there has a golden Porsche. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, that's not our job to judge it. All we're doing is looking at the facts. Yeah. Although if they are, are all all driving golden Porsches. That's awesome. (laughs) Why don't they give me one? Because I just want a solid gold Porsche. Because why not?
0: That would be an incredibly unsafe car to drive. (laughs) It would be horrible. Gold is not not strong at all. (laughs) No,
1: it also is a very low melting point. Yeah. The (laughs) the engine would start melting the car. (laughs) But you know something. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> man. I just want my gold Porsche.
0: Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> yep.
1: So, what's the next story, uh, Jesse? Uh, those are pretty much like the big things that came out. Wow, this covered. week's been it, sad. It has
0: been <laughs> the posty three weeks. Are, they <laughs> suck. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. Any? Uh, oh, the movie news. We have. uh oh, yeah. Has some neat details, don't we?
2: Uh yeah, the Netflix dropped the trailer for that, and they also gave us an actual release date with it coming out in August. It's
1: actually not that far away.
2: No, it really isn't. They they turned that around really quick because I think they acquired it. What last year was yeah. they acquired the rights for that Netflix did so almost this time or a few months ago. Yeah. yeah. So they really quickly turned that well, around. I mean, that's what a, a
1: normal movie doesn't take all that time to do.
2: No, no, and especially since it is just a movie, they're not producing the series. They
1: it's just one movie. It, what does it take place? It takes place just kind of like skimming the series or how is it doing it, or just kind of taking place in the first few episodes of the show?
2: uh, from what I can tell, they showed light, they showed L, and I assume they're gonna either run through all of it or okay. they're gonna leave us on a really bad cliffhanger and hope to angle a sequel out of it.
1: I mean Netflix has been canceling a lot of shows, so I hope that's not the case. <laughs>
2: They, they didn't talk too much about what their plans are for the whole film, but we did get to see the cast and the accused whitewashed cast of it. Yeah. Which that's kind were of... They, a, were they
1: rather whitewashed? Uh,
2: from what I saw, no. We got a nice little ethnic diversity in the, oh, in the film. So it's not all Asian people in it okay. that some fans were probably expecting, mm-hmm. but it's not a panel-for-panel... Like remake of right. it, so they're taking a lot of liberties with it, which is obvious if you watch the trailer. A lot of scenes in there, you're scratching your head and going, "What the heck? Okay, what, sure." Funny thing
1: is, when I first watched the, the original, the first trailer they had for Death Note, I had a different audio on from the Wonder Woman trailer, which is <laughs> action music and people talking. I'm like, "This is a, It's weird that none of the mouth moves." Are. <laughs> but you know, it's kind. They're of... They're really bad. playing <laughs> up the, the fact that this comes from Japan. <laughs> But you know, it's like it, it's kind of fitting. It kind of matches because there's just a lot of people running around and like standing on buildings and reading things. I'm like, yeah, sure, a- action music and people talking about how it's their destiny. Sure, why not? This kind of fits.
2: I mean, we do have William Dafoe as Ryuk, which is going to be amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. I can't be. wait to hear yeah, his it's full performance awesome. in that yeah. role. But.
0: Um, yeah, no, that'll be pretty cool. I I'm pretty excited because William Dafoe is. Just, just so awesome. He's so good at playing weird. Yeah. And and I think this, this will really uh, I'm down. he'll lend his talents down. to it. Yeah. Um I have a news piece for oh, okay. the movie industry. Um this actually hot off the presses as of this recording, which Boom. is live. It's a live recording, which is gonna be completely proven false when you look at the date of yeah. the <laughs> the article. But um director Matt Reeves, uh who's just finished up his uh War Plan of the Apes. Yeah yeah um he he was doing an interview with uh new trailer buzz their youtube channel sure and they asked him like can you tell us anything about the batman sure is that what it's called the batman yeah okay uh it's named uh i don't think it's named after but it has the same name as that really really weird um like 2004 to 2008 animated series series. where it's like the
1: the Joker had a straight. Yeah, he had like dreadlocks.
0: Dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah. That was, so. that was weird.
1: That was a thing. <laughs> the that Batman. Happened.
0: That's the only thing I remember from it. Was that weird? Anyway, uh, so yeah, he talked a bit about the movie or about the movie uh, in the sense that he feels that there's um, uh, Caesar and um, uh, uh, Batman. Batman are very similar.
1: Oh, Bruce Wayne. You know. uh,
0: yeah, and the fact that they're both like damaged and trying to do right in a broken world. Uh, But he also said that um, there's a chance to do an almost noir driven detective version of Batman. That is very point of view driven in a very, very powerful way Uh, that will hopefully connect uh, you to what's going on inside of his head. So there you have it. The Batman is going to be a noir style um, expose. Of the psyche of Batman
1: That sounds good or awful I don't know
0: I'm excited because Batman is a detective And you know for For a detective you haven't seen him do a lot of Detective work well, in any of people. the movies He, has a lot he of stabbed a guy in, a heart, in the heart <laughs> In Batman vs. Superman um, But yeah he doesn't do a lot of detective work and With that being said I What I did really like about Batman vs. Superman Was he, he was uh, Throughout the whole movie following a lead that's fair on enough. something so that was kind of cool he was doing a little bit of pseudo detective work there um so it'd be cool to, to to actually embrace the fact that batman is a detective that has his whole thing he's always said that um it'll be it'll be interesting yeah, i like fair that enough. cool yeah so i guess that's all the news Oh, we,
1: we have the voice cast for um castlevania don't we
2: uh, yeah, we, we had a little something about that. Uh, let me see if I can grab it. But
1: yeah, I mean, we might as well, cause Phil's not here to give the lowdown in the, the, low down and the movie, yeah, yeah, so. movie world. We might as well just kind of do one more movie story, and then... Uh,
2: yeah, might as well. Got Ooh. loaned up here, but... N- Speaking of Batman real quick, though, while buying time... I had
1: to something real quick. Uh, I'm all for
2: a noir Batman. Like, that's definitely right up my alley for what I want to see out of Batman, because... Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna lie; the other Batman movies I've watched kind of really didn't scratch that itch for me.
1: No, they've all been kind of rough.
2: Yeah, so I'm down for that. But, anyways, enough buying time. Story is up. Cool. Uh, it's gonna be drawn. What do we got? Off of Dracula's curse. So that's, that's where that's we're good. running with this. Uh, Solid he announced choice. it in a video, mm-hmm. and we've got. Did we actually write down the actual people? No, we did not write down the actual people that seems in the story. Weird. But. That's okay because we do know that the new series has been being written by English comic book writer Warren Ellis.
1: Oh, Warren Ellis, awesome! Yeah, Warren Ellis, yes.
2: And his extremist story arc for Iron Man became the basis for the third Iron Man film.
1: Okay, I'm I'm cool with that. And I mean, what studio is making it?
2: Uh, pff, not Netflix. They're going to be on Netflix, but the studio we've got is where? Where is it written? It's Madhouse. Um, if I can actually. It's super say. anime. I know that. Yeah. Uh, Powerhouse Animation Studio Don't know that one No I've, They've previously worked on the animation on games Such as Banner Saga, Mortal okay. Kombat X And the Epic Mickey titles
1: Oh, okay Where they yeah. based out of
2: uh, Ask you is as if you know Yeah <laughs> I have absolutely no clue But I will say that all those games do look really nice The animation in them is yeah. pretty good So cool. I'm down for that By all means Bring on more Castlevania
1: Yeah, I'm down with that That's seriously... I'm a big fan of
2: really need some love, so I'm, I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, that, that series is it's weird, because Konami kind of stopped caring. It, have they started caring again? I don't know. Uh, I mean,
2: kind of? They're, they're at least trying to make new games, so that's something.
1: But. So Powerhouse is based in Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. Powerhouse Animation Studios are based in Austin, Texas. So that's weird. I mean, sure. Why not? Yeah, come well, Because it shot. looks super anime. Oh yeah, yeah. I was mean, like, this must be like some anime studio, but
2: apparently not. Hey, I'm all for it as long as it looks good and it sounds good. And more Castlevania is never a bad thing in my book.
1: No. <coughs> Should we take a break? Yes. And then come back with what we've been playing and watching. I guess, I oh Sure. So, we'll know. find stuff. <laughs> about. We'll be back.
0: Man, I wish I could get new comics every month, but I'm broke, and oddly, always five dollars
1: short. Lame. Wait, five bucks short, you say? Well, I've got something special for you.
2: What the hell was that?
1: It's me, the discount ghost of coupons past. Are you scared? What the f- Use the code CGMEG in all caps, all one word, to get five dollars off your next Comic Bento subscription.
0: So, wait, if I use the code CGMAG all in caps, all one word, I get $5 off my next comic bento?
1: Yes! Use the code CGMAG in all caps, all one word, and get $5 off your next comic bento!
0: A whole $5, eh? Now that's scary. Ooh. The Pixels Inc. podcast is brought to you by Buns, your city network. Buns connects you to the people in your neighborhood to help you find the things you need to fuel your real life. Swap things you already have to get items you need. You can also find jobs that pay the bills, homes for rent, and vice, and a place to talk about your city. Buns is available online at buns.com and on your phones via the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. And we are back.
2: Okay, good to be back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: thanks Buns. So, yeah, Buns is awesome. They're I my favorite. Buns. They're your city network.
1: Yeah, they let mm-hmm. you get things for stuff and <laughs> bills and such.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, I I, I love that I went to the Google Play Store and downloaded Buns on my phone or off the App Store on my (laughs) iPhone if I had that. (laughs) Yeah, let's go on. Yeah, Um, so yeah, since Phil isn't here, we haven't watched anything unless you want to hear about when I was at E3 flying and I passed out watching the Lego Batman movie, which... It was fine,
2: I guess. (laughs) That's my review. (laughs) It's a good
0: movie to fall
1: asleep to. Uh, From
2: my experience, Batman is good to fall asleep to because I fell asleep to a lot of the Dark Knight movies. Ooh, contrarian opinion (laughs) here.
1: Uh, I like that out there. So, So, yeah, we should talk about. I like um, the
0: Dark Knight. I'll give it that with all of its plot holes.
1: There's a lot of how did he set up the giant bat on the bridge? (laughs) Like, did he just say, "Well, I have"? Two hours. Let's spend an hour of that drawing this giant bat. <laughs> um, I feel that it, he did not use his time very well. He, he just sent Alfred out to do it. Like, like, yeah. Alfred, make a giant bat for me.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> make I, sure it's
1: ready exactly at this time.
0: <laughs> I honestly, I can probably say that since I've graduated high school, I haven't gone back to watch um, But. but the, the first one. Oh, okay. What, what, what is it? Wasn't
2: the first one actually just called The Dark Knight?
0: Was, no, The Dark Knight was the second one. Why is it Batman Begins? Oh, my oh. God. Why did that? Why was that so difficult? You are
1: on the ball.
0: <laughs> At least you figured um, it out eventually. Yeah, exactly. No, that, I haven't gone back to watch Batman Begins since uh, I was in it's high school. Okay. You and probably don't need to. I haven't gone back to watch um, The Dark Knight Rises since I watched it like, the first time.
1: I'm looking um, at, okay, as a side note, <laughs> uh, pulling up the list of actors for the Casmania series, I don't know who any of these people are.
0: Well, there you go. That's probably like, why they're not in uh, the story. James
1: <laughs> Callis is Alucard. Uh, Graham McTavish is Dracula.
0: Well, yeah, Graham McTavish you know, is the best Dracula. <laughs> Didn't you know Richard
1: that? <laughs> Armitage is Trevor Belmont. Emily Swallow is Lisa Tepps. Matt Furr is The Bishop. I know who he is. Uh, Tony um Amandala is the elder, you know, that iconic character, the elder. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. I mean, this is some other person I cannot say their names. I'm not going to
2: try. I mean, congratulations on getting your roles, guys. Uh I mean, not much else to say on I, that. You yeah. don't know
1: them, so Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they're very talented and accomplished.
2: Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs>
1: I mean, Matt Furr, he was, um, we all know him. He was um, Max Hedron. Okay. The, the uh, weird TV guy that was on that. Oh, you guys suck.
0: Sorry we're not Canadian enough. like you, old yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This is the young person's podcast now. You all suck. We're taking over. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm old. You are the worst. Pixel's Inc. millennial version. Non-stop, ADD. Fidget
1: spinners. <laughs> Everything's fidget spinners, happening. Yeah. Let's get out we legs. all have fidget spinners in each hand as we <laughs> <Yeah>. record. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't
2: see We're them, both tired
0: yeah. and awake at the same time.
2: <laughs> okay. I, anyway. I'm over this. Yeah. Uh, um, should, we, should we talk about the event we went to? Yes.
1: So if you don't know, we are based in Toronto, which is not Canada's capital. It's actually Ontario's capital, just for any Canadian American down there that was curious. Uh, or
0: means? any other person. From Me other either. countries yeah. that thought Toronto was the capital, I don't want to just single out one country. People <laughs> like from Spain. The guy who hates Spain. <laughs> yeah, no, we've already done that once. I don't want to detract from my anti-Spain message I'm trying to convey here. Fair enough. Okay. Um,
1: so they, uh, the Cineplex, which is the big movie theater chain or entertainment chain, I guess in Canada, they also They're do like the these. only one. <laughs> they, they also do esports because. Why well, of not? Course they because sure. who doesn't do esports? Uh, so they have a new event space right across the CN Tower, which is a giant arcade and fun complex. Yeah, looked actually
2: really cool. We went it's down. Really nice, it's yeah. literally steps from the CN Tower. Yeah. And uh, yeah, its name is the Rec Room because we didn't drop that at all yet. But nope. uh, building is it's in what a designated heritage building. It's right? a, the in, old Roundhouse. Yeah. So we were being told when they had to build it that not a single nail could go into the walls so
1: it's all held together via like clamps yeah, it's, it's all... super weird but it looks
2: really good for it's what really it does. nice yeah so, uh, should we talk about the big thing there though the, yeah. the voids VR experience yes. Ghostbusters dimension
1: yeah we got to talk to uh, Ivan Reichman who is the director of Ghostbuster one and two
2: yeah so it was great to actually talk to him I did not know we were gonna talk to him when we went down there I did I'm glad you did. I, I didn't know. That was a complete surprise for me. I thought we were just going to go there to,
1: to be fair. To... It didn't seem like we were because they got out like, okay, is everyone done now? I'm like, I guess so. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, come this way. I'm like, oh, okay, we are doing something else.
2: Yeah, the that brief moment there was kind of a bit awkward because we were just trying to figure out what we were doing. But yeah, everyone just kind of standing there. We all just kind of standing like, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> But no, the Ghostbusters Dimensions, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was neat. It was a neat thing. 12 to 14 minute VR experience. It wasn't long. But it
1: it was very neat because, unlike other VR experiences, this one actually does have an all auditory type event. So when you're in a room, you'll have the objects that you see in the world, you get to feel them physically. Uh, As you move around, you'll feel like air and heat and smells and stuff go on you. So if yeah. something's burning, you'll feel a little hot. If yeah. something's like, the, I think there's a smell of marshmallow burning yep. you, a, yep. as you go Anyone that knows
2: Ghostbusters you can guess why there was burning marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but. Uh, yeah, so it's a very neat experience, but I'm not a great VR person, so I'll leave the discussion with Jesse. I
2: mean, I enjoyed it for what it was, for essentially strapping a computer onto our backs and putting on a pair of VR goggles and being handed a plastic gun. Yep. It was a lot of fun. The whole physical aspect of mm. it was cool. Yep. The first room we walked into, we weren't really sure what to do because, again, no hand-holding there. They just kind of let us walk into the yep. room. So first thing I did was see a door, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're going to walk through that door because it starts with us walking through a door yep. and immediately go up to the door, push on it, and it just wasn't moving. Yeah. And then later on in that room after some ghosts appeared, I ended up tripping a little bit over one of the chairs that right. was in the room. So that was... A really unique experience, I'll say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't exactly enjoy tripping, but hey, it was in VR, so yep.
1: that was pretty cool. It's all fun. Everything so is in it really
0: tripping if it was in <laughs> VR?
2: Well, the chair was physically there. <laughs> too. Yeah. It's so? just that the chair I saw
1: was <laughs> which is
0: which is the real reality.
2: I mean, Who they knows? they melted.
1: Yeah. Oh. Damn. You could see your partner <laughs> in the world in the game.
2: Yes, and that was it. Wasn't implemented the best and
1: your hand was halfway through your head
2: half the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and at one point i'm pretty sure your character was actually holding your leg in your hand so <laughs> but it was definitely great looking over and seeing yes. you there and they also had like a little like i don't want to say a radio setup but it definitely had a radio effect on yeah. it where we could hear each other talk in the headset yeah yeah so that was definitely i was
1: wondering like how am i gonna hear you there's, Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in my head
2: <laughs> sitting there and i was like are we gonna have to bring back the hand signals and no, no i could totally hear through, you but... it was neat yeah, uh, one of my favorite parts of it, barring me tripping over a chair, was Slimer shows up and yep. does what Slimer does, and we actually did get slimed. Yeah, and it we, felt
1: like we had like went like wetness on it was yeah. weird because it had some um, like air jets that went on it. Oh cool, of and sprayed, we got like, like
2: yeah we got misted as Slimer kind of just crashed through us. That's kind of cool. So like as we were standing there, mm. I actually just brushed it off, and I'm like, that's okay, that was a bit gross. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then there's the um, there's an area where you're kind of standing on a building ledge. And you actually feel the railing. You feel it kind of shaking as yeah. you're doing things.
2: For me, I noticed it after because you were taking point walking off yeah. of it. So as you were walking off, it was shaking. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Brandon, for shaking <laughs> the floor for me when you know I'm already wearing a VR headset. That's yeah. But yeah, we didn't get hurt, so no.
1: good on us. It uh, did feel like we were on a ledge. I have to say that. Yes, like it, did... it definitely did. Um, Far more than I was expecting. I was a, kind of expecting it very kind of superficial, but it did have that yeah, tactile I, feel.
2: I bought into it. I was expecting at a certain point to just kind of look at it and be like, okay, I'm definitely playing a game and could tell I was playing a game, but I bought into it right up until the end. Like, when we took off the headsets, I had that moment where I'm like, oh, right, uh, back to real world where we're like, yeah. in Toronto. So I have to say that <laughs> was
1: neat. Where, and we actually stepped in place, and we could see all the other people, and we were all waving at each other like... We took out the it's like Oh, okay. We're here. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Uh,
2: definitely fun. Uh, worth it at least the first time through. I worry how much replayability that specific scenario I mean, has. I
1: hope they bring more scenarios, but I think... You have to try this scenario. Yeah, if you're once.
2: in Toronto and you definitely have the time to kill, look yeah. about, look online see so if you can get some tickets. If you know you're going to be in the area, yeah. If not, I think you can buy some there. So yeah, definitely yeah. think about. Popping it's worth by.
1: trying. At very least, it's worth yes, trying
2: for sure. This is definitely not something you can get by throwing like an Oculus on in your no, no. room. This, so. is,
1: I mean, I don't know what. I guess it's using its own VR technology.
2: Uh, I think they, the company that does it, they. They're called the void, and they called the technology yeah. the void. So I
1: mean, it feels like it has a similar look to Oculus, but it looks a little better, I guess. And then you have this yeah. weird vest. That kind of it has some like tactile things. Yeah, in it, it had some. like vibration yeah.
2: motors all over it and everything. It was really cool. The guns that you we held had vibration too. Yeah. So So was,
1: and if you bu- bumped the gun into this, the the um, thing, you felt like a different vibration, and yeah. as you had a little feedback on like shooting the. When we crossed the streams. Yes.
2: Crossing the streams, definitely felt that. And I think there was one point where I think a ghost bumped into me yeah. from behind, and I kind of spun around and saw him. So,
1: yeah.
2: I mean, if that doesn't prove that we felt it, I don't know what it's, could.
1: It's really, quite, it's really quite neat how it all works. Yeah. It, it felt – there was a point where I saw the side of the building, and there was nothing blocking. I'm like, I don't want to go look over there. <laughs> I'm just going to stand here. Yeah.
2: Like, it's definitely going back through it, I feel like, the second time through, just me being me. I'm going to be a bit contrarian and just try to walk into areas yeah. that we're not supposed to in the VR world because yeah. they still exist there physically and see what happens. But I
1: guess there's going to be walls there. That's my guess. Like, it's yeah. just probably the edge of the blue. you just see, like, the character stop moving or something. Yeah. But
2: uh, By all means, great fun. Definitely check it out if you're in Toronto. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the food there is obviously good as well. Yeah. We got to try some, so. like, chicken wings and some chicken, like, bites there. Yeah. Brought us out a pan, which... Good food. Yeah. Good atmosphere, fun games. hmm Go for it if you're in Toronto and you're looking for something to do, and yeah. you don't want to drive to Dave and Buster's or.
1: It, e. I Chief's feel it's like. a better experience than Dave and Buster's. Yes, it looked neater.
2: Yeah, it really did, and they kind it of looked ind- less
1: like a lot of failed dreams and sadness. <laughs>
0: Yes. Well, were you at like, was it like the grand opening or did you go for like a press event?
1: Um, no, there were people in it when we were
0: leaving. Yeah, like, the, like
2: we got there for three o'clock and they, okay. have, they opened the doors officially at four.
0: So you have to keep in mind, like, Dave and Buster's is like, it's been open for a while to the public. And, it and just it's sad. just, it's always crowded. I love Dave and Buster's. They have a, they have a, the one in up in Vaughan. Uh, which I, is, I think, the only one around. Yeah, that's yeah. The no, well, well, no, because because this is a global podcast. It's not oh, just Toronto, okay. so yeah. it's so like maybe, some of the maybe aren't twenty minutes outside you. of Toronto. Would you say sad. that? Yeah. Um, it. They have a a unit for Crazy Taxi, and that is my favorite arcade game ever. And had, that is all I do. This
1: had a. Um,
2: the one they definitely the Mario, about was the Mario Kart one. Yeah. yeah, that was all the reps there were being like, "Oh, you are you guys gonna yeah, play Mario Kart? Like, wait, you have some time. You can go not, play around." But that's
0: not what I want. <laughs>
1: you want crazy tax? You nothing.
0: I want yeah. cra- exactly. You get me.
1: Uh, but yeah, it was it's, it's actually really neat. I have to say they they did a good job building the thing. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's, a good it's, space. It's, it's it's like twenty bucks. You get like one hundred and eighty credits or something like that something like that. Yeah, it's very similar it, to like, Palladium, so it's, Yeah, it's not all that expensive. I mean the food. I've tried – because when I went to the grand opening, oh, yeah, they I had tried some of the – I tried some of the pizza, which is, like, a stone oven-type pizza type yeah. stuff. I tried some of the poutine, which tasted like poutine. Yeah. They had donuts. I didn't like the donuts, but they were fancy.
0: Fancy donuts. They just weren't very good. But yeah. then
1: again, they were sitting out, so yeah. like, it's not really fair. They weren't made fresh. I just no. basically like, hey, here's a donut. I'm like, eh. Yeah, I'm
2: not going to say no to a donut. They the liked some here. chicken
1: stuff. It, 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 they did a good job at the opening. I just yeah.
2: – and, I mean, if I'm ever in the area with some friends and we yeah. got time to kill, I'll yeah, well, probably go down there. Totally worth it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Cody, you been playing anything? Uh, you could say no. Uh, oh, try, I'm legitimately
0: trying to think. Um, the answer is no, I haven't been
1: playing anything. I've been anything. playing the Diablo uh, Necromancer. Rise of the Necromancer. Yes. I'm shocked. It, yeah. <laughs> tell tell um, us about you playing Diablo, Brendan. Well, it's interesting because <laughs> anyone that knows Diablo knows the Necromancer. It's like the iconic character from yeah. Diablo 2. They've managed to bring that back, but I'm because the Witch Doctor kind of already filled that role, it kind of feels like, hey, it's a death version of the Witch Doctor. Yeah. I haven't
2: gotten my hands on the actual yep. Necromancer himself, but I did play with my friend through mm. it while he was playing his. And... I mean, previously I'd play with him on his Witch yeah. Doctor, and it didn't feel that different. I'm like, okay, I'm still a guy that's going to be like running into the thick of things. You're just going to summon stuff that's yeah. going to. I mean, kill I,
1: I I think the they've made the Necromancer a bit more melee, so you can soup him in a way where it yeah, does that, like, that's his, probably going to be the build I'm going to run. Yeah. So it's, it it does it'll have like he uses death magic for like you have a bone armor and then yeah. you have like the scythe attack and. You have like this. You can use the dead bodies to like s- throw spears and things like that. Yeah. So there are, but if you play the traditional necromancer, it's almost the exact same <laughs> yeah. as the uh, witch doctor. So it depends what build you but you want, but it does give a new character to the world. And it's like twenty bucks. It's totally worth. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna run through at least one or two yeah.
2: seasonals with the necromancer.
1: Yeah, it might it, it, as well. It's, it's a neat there. character. It's, and the way Diablo is now, you can you can power level that thing in like. Four yeah, hours. it's, it's mm-hmm.
2: horrifying how quickly you can power
1: level, but you just, I'm like, all for it. Get all the cane stuff, put some like signet rings on, and you're good to go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but no, I I definitely like it. I mean,
1: it, again, more Diablo. I have to I have to say one thing though, because the way that game has so much for free, it it's weird to say, oh, it's twenty bucks for this one character, but they've given you so many new maps.
2: Yeah, like So many different
1: sections. They keep adding new characters. They keep adding new monsters. They keep adding new like challenges. Yeah. Diablo is... All for free. Yeah. So, I mean, the fact that this is the one thing they're charging for, it's the fact that, hey, hey, it's not that bad. Yeah, and you don't even
2: need to buy the Necromancer if you want. You can just play off of regular Diablo Reaper of Souls. Yeah. If somebody has
1: Necromancer, you can play with them. Yeah. It just kind of updates the edition. So I think it's totally... If you... Have been longing for the Necromancer character, and you just say, I I can't get back into Diablo unless it has the Necromancer. Well, now's your time. Yeah,
2: or if you just want something fresh and you've played through Diablo and like 12 different characters in this And I
1: think right now they are discounting like the full collection with his, which is uh, Ultimate Evil Edition with the Necromancer. Yeah. And I think that's like 45 bucks. Something like that. It's not that expensive.
2: Really not. And for what you get, it's an insanely good deal. Yeah, there's a lot of content. Like that
1: game is. I mean, you could finish the game in like four hours. Like you could, but start to finish on like whatever difficulty you want, you can finish that game in like four hours. Yeah, but then you start looking for legendaries, yeah. and
2: you start wanting to play on torment difficulty, yeah. and then suddenly it's like two a.m., and you're like, oh shoot! I've, I've wasted <laughs> all my day. Yeah,
1: uh, but it, it's it's if you like the series, it's well worth picking up. If you don't, it's the same thing. It's n- there's nothing in this ex- this uh, expansion that's gonna like make Diablo suddenly a different game. It's still the game.
2: Yeah. It's good to pick up. Yep. If you haven't picked up Diablo already, now's a great excuse to go pick yeah, it
1: up. Yeah, definitely. Like it, it, if you were waiting saying, I, I played Diablo 2, I wasn't going to buy Diablo 3 because it didn't have my character. Yep. Now you can, because it, it plays almost the exact same.
2: Yeah, and honestly, I like him. Yeah. Just the idea of running in covered in bone and slashing yeah. at
1: people. It's, it's kind of neat. Yeah.
2: I'm and, also the weird guy that plays the melee build on the wizard, so. Oh, is that a thing you can do? Yep. Yep. How? Uh, using a couple talents, you just stack a bunch of damage reduction, and you got some orbs rotating around you, and you. So weird. Yep. Yep. That's why I run it because it's weird and it's fun, and I get to stand in the whole like thick of the army yeah. and just kill everything.
1: That's fair. So Cody, you never playing anything? I guess you've been no. playing the doing life things. Yeah, yeah. The
0: whole just like life I mean, changes things. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I haven't. Uh, I haven't been able to play much. I mean. I've been meaning to uh jump back into I am Sitsuna, but yeah. There's only so many hours in the day.
1: This is true.
2: <laughs> yeah, we spend way too many of them here. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about <laughs> it. No, I'm
0: joking. Um but yeah, it's uh I, I I haven't been playing anything.
1: Have you been playing anything else Brandon? No, I I've been Devil Takes it, you dig into that, you're just playing all that. Yeah. Yeah. Brendan is all
0: about. <laughs> he's all about Diablo. I mean,
1: I, I was seeing a little bit of Final Fantasy 14. That looks neat. Yeah, but yeah. It's Final Fantasy 14. So I'm not one to judge that. No. Um, other than that, I think that's about it. Yeah. I've been playing a little Vita games just because I still have the Vita. I'm like, hey, maybe I'll try something on this, and then I try something. I'm like, yeah, that's. Uh, I've had that, enough of that. That was the Vita. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah that's that's, that's <laughs> that that
0: describes the Vita. <laughs> like, hey,
1: I have this thing. Oh. I don't there's mean, nothing to play <laughs> on this thing. Yeah, I can stop playing this thing now. Well, oh, look, there's Persona and nothing else. I was playing Zero Time to Dilemma Okay. Um, when we were going to E3. Yeah. And I reached a little bug who wouldn't let me save. Oh. So, every time, I, every time I tried doing anything, it wouldn't save. It's just like, no, aired out. I'm like, ah, oh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I kind of couldn't turn the system off, but then it powered off and it lost the saves. So I'm like, I'm just never going back to that game now. Yeah. Because I spent like five hours into that game and it's all lost.
2: And you don't want to redo it. So, you're just like, well, oh, that was that was a thing. That
1: was fun. It's a good game, but it's a really good game. It really yeah. is. I, I mean, just,
0: if you have some I, time with your Vita, you should try out Murmusa the Demon Blade. That's yeah, awesome. It's so good yeah. and it's that's the only HD version of it, and it makes no sense to me because like, it is so pretty yeah
1: it is really nice. that screen makes it really pretty yeah I mean uh, if you're I don't know if the Vita is a thing you should look into now it's weird I mean, if like, you pick up for cheap like, you can get them for like 100 bucks yeah it's a good I system mean, for like, and the games you can get for like nothing yeah, yeah. I mean you can find them in like two dollar
0: bins I feel no this could just be me everyone who ever wanted a Vita yeah.
1: has a Vita. I feel there's a, a few people that have multiple Vitas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, probably. I, I, I mean, feel that Sony will never release another handheld. I feel that system is completely dead. But Sony hasn't killed it yet. No. They're kind of just is, like, it's existing. I don't yeah. know. And people ask, is it dead? They're like, no, no. It's probably still okay. <laughs> In Japan, we released a, a slime-colored one. I don't know. What do you want? Yeah. I mean, hey, go for it. If it still works,
2: it still works. But. Yeah.
1: Like. I, I know the um, first-gen Vita The screen, because it's an OLED screen, it's kind of getting weirdly washed out or extra dark. Yeah. So if you have an OLED Vita, like, it depends on how much you played. If you played it a lot, like, the blacks get super black. So it just becomes weirdly, like, overly contrasty.
2: Yeah. It's weird. It's the Vita, though. And then reds get little, (laughs) like,
1: like, pinky. It, It gets really weird looking.
2: Like, Sony, just just give us a straight answer. Is it dead? Is it not? I'm gonna throw it. It's dead. dead. I'm, I'm going gonna say it's...
0: they haven't like talked about it. <laughs> like the company themselves really haven't said anything about it in like, two you guys went to E3. There was yeah. nothing no. there for. Yeah, oh, no. There, there were a few games. Um, there were like not from Sony. Sony? Yeah, yeah, no. no Sony not gave from up. From Sony. They were like Japanese publishers <laughs> at their booths. They're like,
1: hey, come look at my game. It's on the Vita. And I'm like, how would you know? Why? Why?
0: Do you just have like infinite amounts of money? You just want to throw away? I Can mean you that's give that that's mean, me, but like, yeah. I mean the the Vita. In Japan, it's popular. That's the thing. It just does, it of? didn't work here. Okay, here's the thing. If you compare anything to oh. a Nintendo handheld,
2: it's, it loses, okay. it
1: loses it immediately. Three, it still beats the the, the Xbox by hands down. Beats the Xbox.
0: Well, yeah because the Xbox sold nothing in Japan. Like it sells like <laughs> they in sell the like, single digits. Yeah, uh, it's more double digits in a month. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I like, am let's sorry. Let's let's be serious here. Come on, Brendan, we're professionals. <laughs> um no, but seriously, it's it's pretty it, ugly. it's, it's, it's pretty dismal. Uh, so I mean it has that it does do pretty well in uh, in Japan. And like I I remember I talked to uh uh Noriyoshi Fujimoto, he's the producer of Dragon Quest. Okay, you know, oh, that, okay. and he he was saying that like yeah, the the culture in Japan is as such that, like...
1: More transit things. Like yeah, people yeah.
0: want to be playing on the go almost as much, if not more than... This is me paraphrasing. He did not say this exactly, if not more than um, uh, their home console. That makes sense. So, I mean, if
1: you have really small homes, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to spend all my time in a really small home.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. And it's a decent handheld. that just didn't have enough, like, killer content. No. Like, no. you look at, like, the 3DS, and it had, like there was a run there where it was almost like every month oh there's a new
2: Big.
0: just fantastic yeah. game and yeah. then there was other titles that like like Bravely Default was a perfect example yeah. where it came in with a little bit of excitement but not a lot and mm. then it turned into one of the like flagship JRPGs of yeah. the console um,
1: can we say the 3DS is dead too like, it, no, it, it no we can't no. it's no. not dead
0: Nintendo uh, won't admit it they're still releasing games for it
1: it still feels like it should be dead
0: it should be but it's not, and that's the thing, because they're still they're treating the 3DS and the Switch as two completely different things, where you can get two so completely weird. different experiences. It seems so weird. You're getting a Metroid yeah. on the 3DS, and you're getting a um, you're getting a new Pikmin game on the 3DS. Seems you're so getting. I, I
1: feel that they're like we promised people it's going to be around for this time, so we have to find a way to make it work. I mean, I don't mind it as no. The, 3, the 3DS is a nice system. Yeah, it's but one it's of my like, favorite consoles. It's an ever. old system now. It's old, oh, yeah. but I still carry mine
2: around with me. Like I oh, still yeah. play it on the train in. Yeah. Pretty much whenever I can. So. Yeah. This isn't, it, there's nothing wrong with the system. Plus, I mean, we kind of need something to take to Monster Hunter cafes in Japan. Yeah, that's
0: fair. <laughs> so. Well, you're going to be able to do that on the Switch soon.
2: Uh, are we? Yeah. Is, oh yeah monster it's already coming anyone. out on yeah. the Switch, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, because still on the whole double cross. They're yeah, really yeah, I know. out for thing, but
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, it's getting something else. Weird. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to flood the market with too much Monster Hunter, because, you know, those fans just won't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's all we have. yeah That's all she wrote. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. From our
2: great to be here. Thanks. For yeah. Letting thank you, Brad, me on, guys. No worries. Yeah, Jesse.
0: No problem. That was it. Was a good time. Maybe, maybe, maybe it will happen again. Yeah. If like maybe nobody else not, I don't know. ever show up, I'll stand in again. <laughs> yeah. There you go. As long as we play more stuff.
2: Well, I mean, I've, I've been like you. I've been playing Diablo this that's whole time. Fair, that's fair.
0: Yeah, stop else. playing Diablo. That's his game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're right. I'll go corner the mobile market like I have been. That's yeah, there
0: you sure. go. Yeah, you got to play We don't need to talk about that. We <laughs> we're, we're, we're not going to touch it. Let's not. I mean, you didn't get to play. You got to open the screen and it froze on you. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, for more content like this, don't forget to check out cgmagonline.com where you can find all those news stories and a couple of features up there too. We still have so much E3 content that yep. we're putting up. Like, we put up multiple E3 things a day, and we're still just drowning in E3 content. I, think I still
1: have a few I have to write. Yeah, same. Oh, God. Yeah, it's yeah. scary.
0: But keep an eye out for those, and we'll be posting all that. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to check out our YouTube page, mm-hmm. CG Magazine. Yeah, CG Magazine. I don't know. <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> where we'll we, do, we do all of our first 15s on there yeah. and our CG Minutes. You can go and check those out yeah. and get all the little new snippets you want if you don't want to well you still have to read so yeah i there's, mean there's words there you either read it or you read it we don't like words. what is visuals though yeah, yeah. do you want to read with more snazzy visuals and, sound. and some weird music that we got <laughs> off of like a royalty-free downloader from youtube <laughs> yeah that's I actually kind of like lila
1: picks some good music I'm yeah so. lila
0: does pick uh and the, it's the always most does ridiculous music. yeah yeah, well, she started doing, like, some weird stuff at the beginning, and I had to, like, talk to her. I'm like, okay, look, this is – I don't know what's going on with this <laughs> song. I get that it's free, but come on.
1: Or oh, it's, like, the, like she's, super she's definitely dark found music her. for, like, the happiest story. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: No, she she's found her she's found her groove there, and she puts up some yeah. good stuff. So don't forget to check those out. And you can follow us on Twitter at CGMagOnline. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody underscore Warm. Brandon? b 4 26
2: Jesse. Uh, I'll end up on Twitter eventually. okay. Oh,
0: okay. You don't really need to. It's a, so it's instead a place, of following so. Jesse – follow me some more <laughs> at the underscore arm or you can follow us at cgmag online like i said and we will see you next week for the big 258 not a big number at all it's a, it's a big episode okay. yeah it is a big episode though uh, there will be fire spinners apparently yep yeah, there's yeah. going to be a fire <laughs> juggler and and i have news okay bye bye,
1: bye everyone <laughs>